For legal reasons we are not locked down together, it is simply a contrived narrative piece. It is so nice that we're all locked down together. It makes a lovely change from my house of all boys to now be living in another house of all boys. Yeah, I've been loving living with you guys. Shame we're told to lock down now. Yeah, but why are we isolating? Because we're sick, Ben. Sick at sketch comedy. <laughs> Too bloody right, Arch. Anyway, that's the last TikTok. I completed the whole app. Let's do something else. Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we see what that box is in the corner? What? The fridge? No, the thing next to it. Oh, you mean the smart TV we've had this entire time but never mentioned it until right now? Yeah, I guess we could fire that puppy up. Wow, that's a TV? Jesus, I thought that was a mirror that had gone past its sell-by date. Yeah, I thought it was just an old Toyota Yaris tinted window, to be honest. I'm pretty sure it's a TV, but I don't think we have a licence for it. Honestly, guys, it's fine. I've had, like, 40 letters from the licensing agency, but they've not laid a finger on me, or my family, yet. Oh, great. Let's fire it up, then. What a shocking game for Scunthorpe. The fans are throwing tomatoes, the ball boys are crying, and the referees bust a blood vessel. Yes, it's upsetting Chris, and I've missed my wife's anniversary for this. What a miss from that striker! But what's going on here, Darren? The striker's making a beeline for the crowd. The game might be in its final minutes, but I think he's got one last play to make. You're spot on, Chris. I, I think someone's caught his fancy. I think he's hoping to see if he can score a date by the end of the game. Well, what of a turn of events here at Anfield tonight? From a losing game to a romantic beginning. Who could have seen this coming? Uh, hold on, I, I think there's a spanner in the works. Pizza Hut is closed. He's going to have to make a substitution. Will it be Bella Italia? And she said she's busy on Saturday. He's really been nutmegged there. If this bad luck continues, this matchup might be over before it's even started. Let's see if he switches any tactics here. His assistant's having a word. Yes, it will be interesting to see if he makes any more changes here, Chris. He, he's checked Google Maps. The ratings are high. He's making the phone call. He's found some luck with his Italian teammate down the left flank. He backs a table at Franco Manca. She's really jumping around the D now. Careful play here, Chris, and he could see a second date in the back of the net. Oh, and he's done it. It's been a majestic performance. He's got great chat, and she likes the pizza. He's on fire, Chris. He, he's, got, he's got a second date and a third. It, it's a hat-trick here tonight. And what's this now, Darren? He's crumpled to the ground. But it was all going so well, Chris. A mock injury this early in the game could seriously ruin his chances of gaining her respect. Hold on, Darren. I don't think this is an injury. It appears he's down on one knee. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a proposal. Well, this is really an unprecedented matchup unfolding in front of us here. We knew it would be a historic game here tonight, but the fans on both sides have gotten more than they've bargained for. Yes, Darren, it is indeed absolute scenes. And with 53,000 in attendance for the engagement, the wedding invite list will surely grow. Yes, early selection on the wedding dress front points to a white one. There really is a plan A when it comes to this sort of thing. That really is vintage wedding play. 
And we're at the halfway point in the marriage now. Yes, Chris, and we're really yet to see any team exerting themselves here. And the pressure on the marriage is mounting. Yes, Darren, he's bad in bed. And she hates sleeping with men who are bad in bed. It seems like he has it all on paper. But in reality, he just lacks the final finish. Oh, and he's called her the wrong name here. Oh, no, the referee is not going to be liking that. Yes, Darren, and I've got here that Sharon is, in fact, the other woman. That's got to hurt, Chris. She might have pulled her heartstring there. Oh, and she's done it. She's filed for divorce. It's all over. A disappointing end here to what was a real nail-biter. It's not every day that a football match goes on as long as that. Back to you in the studio, Gary. God, what a game. Sport is just so fucking cool. I mean, I'm so glad I based my whole personality around it. I never once missed a swimming lesson at school, even when I shat myself. Yeah, God, I just can't get over how much I bloody love this sport. Like, I'm just such a bloke, because I just fucking love meat and birds and burgers. Speaking of which, do you want an older brew dog from the Frigerino? No, but I will have a... Oh, man. It's... Sorry. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'll have... Have a... A blind... Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. A pee... Pee... Oh, a glass of water. No, seriously, mate, you should try a brew dog. Like, I don't know, the company's just different. Like, their business plan, you should look at it. It's unmatched. It's genius, if anything. And they're carbon negative. So, like, every sip you have, they plant 19 trees. So, at this rate, brew dog is going to fully vegetate Iceland. So, just think about that before you write them off again. Oh, glass of water. When was brew dog founded? 2007. Yeah, that's right. Brew dog forced Gordon Brown into office. That's how much influence they have. Just so much dynamism. Yeah, and Gordon Brown is just so brewdog. Speaking of Gordon, anyone fancy a bit of Babe Station? Yeah, alright. I see you whining and grinding up on the floor. I know you see me looking at you and you already know I want to love you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Babe Station with me, Damsel Diamante, who wants a nibble. <laughs> well, my phone lines are now open, so if you want to have a private chat, then just give me a ring. I'll be waiting. Oh, hello. Who's this then? Hi, it's me, Nathan. And what are you looking for tonight, Nathan, big boy? Uh, well, something greasy. I'm sure that can be arranged. Something sweet. Ooh, I'm very sweet. But also a little bit spicy. Mm, I can be spicy too, big boy. Oh, and something that doesn't have peas in. Terry acts really funny in my tummy. Sorry, peas? Yeah. Last time I had some peas for a meal, I just felt really icky for ages. Um, and what's this got to do with Babe Station? What's a Babe Station? What do you mean? Is this not China Dinner? No, oh, for fuck's sake. No, this is Babe Station. China Dinner is next door. Oh, thanks. You 
life. Shut up. Okay. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Looks like we had another joker in the pack. Anyone else want to call in and have a nibble? Here we are, another cheeky monkey looking to have his banana split. I love housework! Mum, I'm on live, you can't call me like this. I know, I can't believe it, my little girl on the telly. Look, 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 listen to your granddad. Hello, it's your granddad. I've just seen you on telly, love, I couldn't believe it. Up there with your bappies looking all tasty, just like your nana. Anyway, proud of you. Oh, thanks, granddad. Anyway, love, do you still want picking up? Yeah, 10, please. Because I'm here all night taking calls from you dirty perverts. Ah! Oh. Crikey, that was a bit uncomfortable, wasn't it? Uncomfortably sexy, that is. God, no! Oh, no, no, it's disgusting. No. Oh, You're can, sick. Can we, can we please just watch something a bit more wholesome? I mean, something a bit more appropriate for the orphan child watching through the window? Yeah, can we shut the curtains? It's a bit distracting. His crying just really put me off my babe station. I can't concentrate. Yeah, I know what you mean. Should we put Bake Off in instead? That's quite wholesome. It's as comforting as running a bath and not having to add any cold tap. Yeah, or any hot tap. Katie, this is wonderful. What, what's that I taste? Is that almonds? Uh, yes, Prue, those, those are almonds. They, they remind me of my mother. She used to buy them for me as a child. Um, so it's lovely to be able to bring her memory into my showstopper. <laughs> Sorry, nuts. This has nuts in. Fucking nuts! You know I'm allergic, you stupid idiot. You complete fucking cretin. Great, you look like a shitting beetroot, aren't I? I can't believe the last thing I see is Matt Lucas's shiny head. I'm going to fucking die, aren't I? From some shitty little nativity-themed almond cake. It's fucking June, you fucking c- uh, Well, well, I, I mean, Bake Off can't really be classed as comfort viewing anymore, can it, guys? No, it has seriously changed since it moved to a Channel 4. Yeah, the thing is about Channel 4, they just do things kind of differently. Yeah, kind of like Brewdog. They're so great. I love them. And with my code Archie10, you can get 10% off shipping of items that have recently gone up in price between midnight and 1am on Thursdays. Uh, are you even sponsored? No, but I've got a great imagination. That's our little champ. Keep your chin up. Anyway, being on After the Watershed really has changed Bake Off. Yeah, well, you know, lots of shows do change when they're past the watershed. Well, Alan, in my 45 years, I've never seen an anvil like it. Well, what can I say, Fiona? One day it's just lying around in the garage, the next it's on national television. <laughs> it's a lovely little piece, and one I can say has quite the hefty price tag. No, you're joking. My little anvil. Well, it's, it's obviously something with great sentimental value to me, but 
It really is quite priceless. I, I would never part with it. Not not in a million years. I think at auction we'd expect something as thrilling as this little number to go for anything in the range of 50,000 to 1 million pounds. 1 million? Fiona, I mean, wow. I'd, that is just quite unexpected, really. What a lovely little piece to keep in the family. I imagine gravely ill Grandma Lynn will be thrilled. Oh, well, Fiona, you know, what I said about, you know, what I said earlier. Mm, um, mm. I mean, yeah, sentimental, of course, but... Uh, a wonderful uh, thing to remember your late brother David by. Yes, that's true. Yes, ah, David. Ah, well, it's just that, um... <laughs> Aha, uh -huh, and that's the watershed. We're back on Prime as EastEnders has been rightly cancelled. Anyway, Alan, about this anvil, which charitable foundation are you thinking of donating it to? Dogs Trust? Why the fuck would I trust a dog with anything, Fiona? But I, I thought you said it was your brother David's dying wish. Yeah, but not for one million fucking pounds, Fiona. You know, one million smackers. Uh, when did sentimentality buy you a villa in Santorini, Fiona? You tell me that. Anyway, I'm off to sell this shit. Trevor Sotheby's, now. What, what on earth is going on? Hi, Fiona. I just had a wank into that vase. Why, why would you do that? Oh, you know how arousing I find oriental ornaments. I just can't keep my hands to myself. That is quite simply... Uh, we're on live TV, for God's sake. You can't just do that. Oh, I think you'll find I can. It's after the watershed, Fiona. Anything goes. There's nothing you can do about I, it. Uh, I understand, but you... Tits. You can't. It's... Cock. It's the BBC. Quim. My children are watching. Jethead. Oh, for goodness sake. Smelly. Farts. Are you quite done? Jugs. Those are very valuable. Put those. Put. The <sighs> Wait. What am I? What am I doing? Why am I wasting my life away? It's after the watershed. Nothing matters anymore. It's a lawless void of Mrs. Brown's boys and soft porn period dramas. Go oh, on, Fiona. Give it a go, you cheeky bitch. Oh, would you fucking? A massive camel. All over your mother. I know it was you, Dennis, who stole my meal. How could it be? I'm lactose intolerant. Well, I saw you standing by it. How could it be? I can't even open the fridge. It's right-sided and I'm left-handed. Didn't stop you from munching all my baby bells, you moron. How could a baby have a bell? Well, guess what? What? I'm not your mother. <gasps> but I knew her really well. You what? It's time to watch some EastEnders. EastEnders, EastEnders. Everybody there is shagging and arguing. Wow, Fiona Bruce was right. EastEnders has really gone downhill. Unlike Brewdog sales and stocks this year, which have gone remarkably uphill. <laughs> yeah, 
Like those cyclists that also sometimes go uphill. Will you please shut up about this brewdog nonsense? You're drinking a carling for Peter's sake. Like I said, I've got a cracking imagination. Wait, who is Peter anyway? He's that, um, the sad orphan that we left outside. Oh god, is he still there? Yeah, poor guy can't catch a break. What a sad little loner. Just like all those chasers, you know, um, from, from The Chase, you know, that's presented by Bradley Walsh at 5pm on ITV, or ITV HD at the same time. back to another episode of The Chase. Bit of a disappointing final chase there, contestants. Yeah, I mean, who, who knew there was going to be so many questions about Luton, Brad? You know me, Luton is just my kind of town. Right, time to bring out the chaser. Let's get right into the questions. Chaser, can you name the capital of the Byzantine Empire? Uh, Constantinople. That is correct. Now, who wrote the 1922 classic novel, The Great Gatsby? Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Another correct answer. Now, what dessert is traditionally served at birthday parties? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not really sure, Brad. I'll have to pass on that one. Oh, well, let's see if any of my team know. Well, we think it's cake, surely, Brad. That is correct. Haven't been to many birthday parties, have you, Chaser? Well, I've read about lots of them, and uh, did you know that in 1856 the word birthday initially meant that when okay, someone... Okay, reaches... well, right, okay, well, on to the next questions then, Chaser. Uh, what's it like to feel the touch of a loved one after a hard day, and to feel all of your fears, all of your worries melt away? Um, I'll have to pass on that one as well, Bradley. That's okay, it's a bit of a toughie. What's it like to see the adoration in your child's eyes as you teach them to ride a bike? Yeah, that's another pass, Brad. How does it feel to know you've wasted your life amassing largely empty knowledge just so you can star on some quiz show before returning home to your chillingly empty flat and before having the fourth microwave dinner of the week, returning once more to accruing more and more and more general knowledge at the expense of any semblance of human happiness. Oh God, I'm worried. I'm worried because I've wasted my life. Okay, well that's the buzzer and my team has done it. Another win for the guys and another existential crisis enlisted in our chaser. What do we think of today then, chaser? Yes, and that traumatised, harrowing silence means it's the end of another episode of The Chase with me, Bradley Walsh. See you next time. Wow, I've, I've never seen a chaser cry quite so deeply before. Yeah, but that one time, the beast misses dad's funeral to answer that one question on the origin of bread, oh, that is a close second though. Yeah, that's the thing with these chasers. Like, they're book smart, but not emotionally smart, you know? It's the same with those smart TVs. Smart TVs? Yeah, check this out. Alexa, play The Crown. Sorry, I can't do that. But I thought you were a smart TV. No, I am an emotionally smart television set. What do you mean? 
Well, I can't play the crown, but I can tell you that Sarah took you for granted. It wasn't your fault. People have different priorities. You need to see the value in yourself. Do you really mean it? Don't forget who you are, alright? You are the capital city of yourself. People around you feel lifted by your presence. Forget Sarah, she is gone. Go and give yourself a hug in the mirror, because you are a star. Oh, thanks TV. It's been a rough couple of months. <laughs> or should I say, thank you Samsung OLED 40 inch HD widescreen home cinema emotionally smart TV. Hey, this was you buddy. You put the hard yards in. Spent the time in the mental gym. Look at how strong your emotional muscles are. I'm proud of you. Chin up, superstar. Stop crying. You are bigger than that. Wait, how can you see me? I have a webcam. And I'm always watching. And that is the end of the Leeds Tea Lights podcast, episode one, season two. As you might have noticed, we've done it slightly different this week with a lot of sketches and none of those little conversation bits. And the reason we're doing that is because we're getting ready to go to the Fringe this summer after the government announced the June 21st date. Uh, obviously, it might not go ahead, but we're planning as if it is. So we're going to use the podcast to test out new material. So let us know what you think. Get in touch on social media, on email, anything really. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, stick around for the next episode. 